Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> I'm calling from space. She's called Becca is calling in from space. Honestly, the drama rocketed her into like another universe, and so we're just trying to pull her back I down at this point. Elon Musk, <laughs> and I am testing out his new spaceship, and so I have to call in via Skype. Oh, it's crazy! I heard now that you're out there, you're never going to come home. We're just going to have to keep doing this. Yeah, but our, our recording technology is only going to get better and better now that me and Elon are together. Sure, you're going to be a hologram soon, which I'm super excited for. <laughs> um, so, Mods, no, we... Sorry, Ruth sick. Yeah, Ruthie is a little sick lady, and so because Becca is a dedicated queen, she's like, okay, instead of just like pushing this, let's do this you know, in real time for the Broads, but just call in. So here we are technology is great yeah and I'm so freaking dude I okay this this episode excuse me I would have I would have bet my life that the episode would have turned out differently and I would have lost my life because never in a million years would I have predicted that this would go down that's a perfect way to describe it I I yes I would have a 100% put money like I would have put all my life savings and been confident that the episode was going to go down differently. Dude. Okay. We have to talk. Okay. I know this is skipping ahead, but like one of the first things I want to talk about. Yes. Is, is the super tease and Sydney. Like, I know this is jumping ahead because we're talking about her going home, but remember how they were talking about Sydney having sex in the hot tub? Like, did that happen in Costa Rica? Like, was that a rumor in Costa Rica, but it did, it wasn't actually anything and they just took a soundbite and made it look like that happened there on the is, Super Yeah, there is, there is no way that that happened and they didn't talk about it. I know there's been a lot of drama, but like I would think Sydney having sex with Peter would be more intense than even any of the other drama that we've experienced. So well, there's no way. Well, now I want to know about the Super Tease and have it like maybe someone was like, yeah, I heard they like had sex in the hot tub, which could be like, you know when you're like oh so maybe that, where yeah. it's like oh we like fucked but they obviously didn't they were just making out super hardcore or maybe they did and we're going to find out <sighs> I don't know oh I totally forgot about that I just assumed too like maybe it was just editing and like they were trying to mess with us and it's someone else who had sex and so they were trying to make us think That's it was Sydney I'm yeah, or I'm just thinking it's a soundbite and, like, an exaggeration of what happened when they were making out in Costa yeah. Rica. I don't see him. Do you think he would really send her home after they had sex on their date? <laughs> I don't think so, That's but I'm going to be honest with you. Peter came out sw What the? What the hell, Peter? Like, literally went from being, like, you know, you know what it was? It was his conversation with Kelly. 
Kelly was like, you are someone who um, allows this drama and you're encouraging it almost. And then he just comes out this episode and is just like, well, I'm ending all the dramatic ties. Bam, bam, bam. I didn't even think about that. I just feel like maybe he likes Kelly more than I even expected. Okay, again, I'm jumping ahead, but I thought Kelly was going home. I was pretty confident that she was going home too. I'm I'm in shock. I am in absolute shock. Now I I will say that save this for the end, but now I'm fairly confident who I think at least the top three are. Now I can kind of like see it, but I I I had no idea before. I was to- or I was totally off at who I would have thought. God damn it! Now I want you to tell me right now who you think. And I'm really like. Now I'm really debating on who the top two are. I feel like I, I, I feel pretty confident about who the top two are, but I don't know. I don't know. I think it's gonna. Okay, well, fine. We'll see. No, well, let's talk about it right now. All right, fine, about- fine, fine, fine. Okay, after this episode, I'm pretty confident that Madison and him had way more chemistry than I thought that they did. And especially how she's been playing the game. Her parents know her or his parents know her. I'm pretty sure Madison's one of the top two. And I'm pretty sure Victoria F is one of the top two. I think think he's in love with Victoria F. I think Hannah Ann is fourth. Okay. Fourth. Third. I think she's the virgin for sure. Okay. Okay. For sure. I could definitely see that. I think. Well, after their conversation, like just certain things that she said made me think that she was probably the virgin. Yeah. Cause she was saying like, I mean, it's jumping ahead, but she was like, I, I want to like save that kind of love or she said something like that. Yeah. For, like person. And so I was like, and I, I, am? Smell, I smell a virgin. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing someone sent a dm like at the very very beginning of the season and was like i went to high school this was before we knew anything about the characters and i remember it saying i went to high school with hannah ann and if she claims to be the virgin that's bullshit and i was like okay t and i fully ignored it because no shade if you're abroad but i'm like ah i don't know what i'm supposed to do with that because that's someone's like i I don't know that made me all sorts of ox also though it could be one of those things where they're like, she's so not a virgin, but maybe she's just having oral sex. Now we're well, really jumping ahead, assuming that she's going to say she's the virgin. I know. But honestly, like if I would have gone on the bachelor at a certain age and I would have for sure said I'm a virgin, even though I was having oral sex many times a day, because I just used that title <laughs> as a, you know, trying to too. I'm sure someone from my high school would be like, bullshit, she's a virgin. Like, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying about me too. Like people would say that for sure about me. And I'd be like, no, but really I am. I'm only having oral every other day, maybe, maybe twice a day. I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. I just don't see it being anyone else. Like nobody else. But girl, I think he is in love with Victoria F. I think he's in love. I'm Okay, we'll get into that because I'm really like, I'm really back and forth about, like, I'm really confused about what I think about her in terms of their relationship. Yeah, I, this episode was crazy to me because I felt like I kind of saw, I could be so off, but I feel like I saw something about her that I hadn't really like put two and two together before and it was starting to make a little bit of sense to me when they had their sit down conversation. Totally. I agree. I felt the same. Yeah, exactly. And like sort of the way she reacted, I was like, 
Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, let's well, let's uh, do quick tea. Um, first of all, speaking of Victoria F, Cosmopolitan announced that they will not be using Victoria F and Peter as their March cover because of Victoria's association with White Lives Matter. And to that I say, bravo, Cosmo. I'm shocked. Seriously. I'm really shocked. So, snaps. I mean, I guess we won't be having it hanging here, but, you know. (laughs) I'm very, I'm, I was happily... Can, I'll make our own Cosmo. <laughs> you and cover. me, you and me with Peter. <laughs> oh wait, but did you see the editor? Okay, for one, did you realize that the the cover was the on? It was the digital cover. Oh, okay. You know what? Oh, that's a load of bullshit. I would have been real pissed if I was those girls. I'd have been like, "You said the cover of Cosmo. I'm going to the newsstands, old school." <laughs> Digital cover, honey. The digital cover, that's going to be a pass. I want to see my face in airports everywhere. What a scam. But, but the editor did say there was an inset that was already printed in the episode. So actually, if you, I mean, in the issue. So actually, if you buy the issue, they'll still be inside it, not on the cover. And they decided not, it was too late for that. So they decided not to publish them on the digital cover. Wow. Well, I'm very pleased, Cosmo. Snaps to you. Um, sorry, Victoria F for your, the failing of your Cosmo cover career. Um, (laughs) also the other T obviously, I mean, I don't think I've ever received more DMS in our existence with this whole Sydney drama that went on. So obviously Becca and I discussed last episode that after Sydney spoke to Peter, um, kind of think like rumors that we had heard about her being involved in pageants and drama with, um, Hannah B. Now all of a sudden there's all these people on Twitter posting photos of her from high school yearbooks, her winning superlatives. Um, it looked like a homecoming picture, but I actually don't think it was. I think it was like a beauty pageant involved with the school, um, but then I did see photos of her at homecoming. What were the superlatives she got? It was something like the sweetheart superlative. I don't think. Okay. 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 So I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one. Cause she yeah. replied back saying, she replied back saying like, you know, I was in a pageant that was judged by judges and right. not my peers. And right. like, I was involved in clubs and stuff to try to fit in. This doesn't mean I was actually popular or anything. Um, that, that sweethearts thing was like a, it was a club page. I was looking at, it wasn't like senior sweethearts. It was just like a club page or like a yearbook page that she and this guy were in just for some, it it was a random thing. So, well, I'll say this, my opinion, because then she came, she came back and she was obviously heated on Twitter saying like, you know, does anyone want to talk, like post the photos of people putting Oreos in my locker and how she was, was bullied. And, um, and I want, I, I think seeing this whole thing, I will say, and I would probably stand by this, that I a hundred percent believe that part of what she was saying to Peter was for sure true. I believe in the fact that she did experience, um, bullying because of racism. And I a hundred percent believe that. Um, And I think there was even one of her um, one of the people who initially posted on Twitter, the photo was like she did experience bullying and it made it sound the way that the person worded it from that person. It made it sound like there was one person that was maybe really going after her and giving her hell during high school. Um, And so I don't I wouldn't want to take away that from someone. Um, And 
but one thing that has seemed to continue to cut through all the drama between people being like, actually, she went to homecoming and her being like, well, I experienced all this, blah, 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 was that people say, even the people saying, yes, yeah, she did experience this, but they said there was bullying on both ends. So she gave people a hard time in high school and she was given a hard time and it was, you know. I mean, yeah, and that I can also totally see. Yeah. Totally. So, I mean, I feel, I feel like that's, I'm not, yeah, I'm not surprised, but I do, yeah. there, there was a bunch of people posting this one thing. It was something like, um, this is bullshit. Sydney's the high school that I went to with Sydney. And she's talking about this whole Alabama thing. It was 40% black. And I'm like, that doesn't matter. No, that doesn't matter. What? Like no one's going to ex- be targeted with yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, just just because just because you go to a, a school that's forty percent. I mean, the South it does. The South has a huge percentage of black people. It doesn't mean exactly, they don't experience exactly. Racism. And also, Sydney oh. is biracial, so she might have experienced racism from both sides. We don't know, you know. So it's just yeah. something. It's something to think about. I feel obviously uh, Beck and I have made it very clear that we are not fans of Sydney in this season. Even though I will say I didn't didn't dislike her in this episode. We I, we didn't really see much, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I was trying to think how. Yeah, what I we we her. have been absolutely not fans um, throughout this season. But that doesn't mean that because of all this that the amount I think of backlash she's gotten people saying like, you're just a crock of shit. What you said to Peter. I don't think that that's right either because. Oh, right. No, no, no. No, I think that because you know, maybe, okay. Yeah. So maybe she didn't spend every single uh, day in the bathroom crying. Maybe she had a good year here and there, but it doesn't mean that you're still not experiencing bullying. But it also doesn't mean it wasn't like the hardest years of her life because outsider's perspective is so much as anyone who has been through junior high or high school can attest an outsider's perspective of your experience is 100 percent different from what you experience on a daily basis so absolutely absolutely um, um, okay yeah. have any other tea or shall we just i say do- we dive in oh i just want to say this before um so at at this moment um the chatty broads instagram is receiving so many dms with so much tea and so many comments like dm wise i just want to say this please continue to send them because we're getting so much tea from all of you but also please do not be offended if we do not respond or see your comment because at this point as soon as bachelor season this specific bachelor season started thousands and thousands a day so i just don't want any of our broads Abroad, abroad, can you please set up a Facebook group so we can have all the tea in one place for everyone to see? I know. If someone wants to offer to set up a Facebook group, that would be great. I'm so bad at that type of stuff. Away. What, honey? I said we will plug away. Yes, we'll plug away. Um, But yeah, but point is, is I just want to make sure, Broad Squad, we adore you. We love you. You literally are the, the legs in which we stand. You're the titans of this, of this podcast. Which we sip. You are the tea that we sip, absolutely. Um, but uh, but yeah, I just wanted to make that clear. Anytime I start Googling, I find out something I didn't want to know. Oh, I know. That's why. And I, and honestly, this season, you all are coming through with the piping hot tea with no spoilers. It's been thank fantastic. You. And thank you so much. But I just want to make that clear. Please don't be sad or offended. We try our best, but there's just so much right now that... We miss yep. it sometimes, and we love yep. you, and you're our treasures. That's all. 
Okay, a word from our sponsors and then in we go. I, I say let's do that. Sounds good to me. Um, let's, uh, okay. So I feel like at this point, it may just be a better idea and less drama for Peter to just like buy a dog and start his new life. He's cute. <laughs> right? Or, like little cockpit sidekick. Right. Just, just a cute. man, an airplane, and his dog. <laughs> and uh, speaking of dogs, I am so excited to tell you about this new sponsor. It's the newest breed of dog collars out there. Think of an Apple Watch or Fitbit, but your dog with cell service and a GPS chip instead. It's the Fi Smart Collar. Oh, yeah. This thing is so cool. Fi so is cool. the future of dog collars. It has GPS location tracking so you can see your dog's location on your phone. It has activity tracking so you can make sure your dog is staying active and happy and healthy by hitting its daily step goals. And it's such an easy app to use. It setup takes two minutes and you and your pup are good to go. Um, our dog, Boris, our 200-pound king, likes to take himself out on little walks sometimes um, that mom and dad don't approve of. Uh, there are people coming and going out of our place a lot, and sometimes the gate accidentally gets left open and Boris will take a little stroll around the neighborhood. Um, now, I'm not sure you heard me. He's 200 pounds, so even though he's the sweetest, gentle baby in the whole world, that dog walking around alone frightens people to death. <laughs> and, of course, on top of all of it, I don't want to lose my prince. Um, but now that we have that Fi collar, when he gets out, I just pull out my app and I know exactly where he's gone to and can go get him before he terrifies anyone. Um, also, common misconception, microchipping. People think that microchips track your dog. Um, not so. The reality is that they're just a form of ID once the pet is picked up and brought to a shelter. So Fi helps you locate your dog in real time and recover them if they get lost um, well before they're picked up by animal control. Um, and also, just so you know, battery life on this collar lasts up to three months. It's the longest battery life of any smart collar out there. And Fi has an exclusive offer for our listeners. Get $50 off with code chatty at tryfi.com. That's spelled T-R-Y-F-I.com. Again, that's $50 off at tryfi.com when entering code chatty. I would totally buy that if I had a dog. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. I'm obsessed with it. Um, thank you so much, Fi. I can't tell you the amount of anxiety it saved me. And um, speaking of anxiety an anxiety saver. A lot of people ask what things that um, I use to help diminish my anxiety. And one of the biggest things that's changed the game for me, honestly, is CBD. Um, it helps not only reduce my anxiety, it helps me sleep better. And it aids a lot of my neck and back pain on top of it. And the CBD I use is premium CBD. It's feels. Feels keeps us feeling good. Like Jess said, feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. And feels works naturally to help you feel better because there's no high hangover or addiction, and it's so simple to use. Just place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. You can join the feels community to get feels delivered to your door every month, and you'll save money on every order you can pause or cancel at any time. I just love this stuff for my migraines. I really feel like it helps. Mm -hmm. And if you're new to the CBD community like me, 
brand new or even newer to it um, and feel a little nervous or hesitant or feel like you don't know where to start, Feels offers a free CBD hotline and tech support to help guide you through the discovery process. So any questions you may have, they'll answer. Um, They're looking to make the process as simple as possible so you can start feeling better sooner. Um, It really has helped me exponentially. It seems like everyone I've spoken to who takes CBD talks about how effective it is um, and how it's really helped improve their life and feels is just like the top notch stuff. And I just love how it comes to your door every single month. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Just become a member today by going to feels.com slash chatty and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. Now that's spelled F E a L S.com slash chatty. And you can go there to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping that's half off it's a really great deal feels with an a dot com slash chatty all right so here we are we start in santiago chile Santiago with our locations oh honestly this whole what cleveland was a rough start cleveland was a rough start we're gonna be up and up up on the uh, well, I I was like obsessed with with Chile. Honestly, um, Peter is like living his life with his little cement head. He's happy. He's feeling healthy. <laughs> He's got a tub in his bedroom, and Lord knows that's a positive thing, you know. Um, so we really start back with the ladies. You really start off with McKenna basically crying again. Yeah, I mean Tammy's kind of just like cheers to a new new week. They're putting everything behind us, and yeah, and and, and McKenna's McKenna's bawling. Um, <laughs> he said, "I I didn't picture myself feeling this way," and I was like, "AKA, you thought you were going to be a front runner right now, and you don't know what's going on." <laughs> That's the tea. Oh my god, no. Hundred percent, a hundred percent. I was just dying when she's saying that. The level of shade that Victoria P threw her was just oh, insane. Just like her doesn't like you that much. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Well, Victoria P gave like the death eyes, and then Victoria oh, F. Oh my gosh! Victoria F. In the interview, called McKenna a sad, wet dog, and told her to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Which, by the way, I just have to, like, move forward of when Victoria F. is, like, talking about, you know, crying and saying how hard this process is. Yes. And I'm like, bitch, you are, like, living your best life, just, like, not giving a fuck throughout this whole process. And then the minute you sit with Peter, you're like, this uh... <laughs> Oh. Seriously. You're, like, perfectly fine like 98 percent of the time until oh my you God. sit in front of him i know i know well she like right away when she's coming for um mckenna i was just dying because she was just like you had a mini cocktail party and you're not respecting his decisions and i'm like um i'm sorry again the amnesia that's happening in this in these episodes like you pulled peter aside like two weeks ago to spill all the tea about alea when alea like you know told your story quote unquote it's insane no trust me i noted that as well i was like at at this point nothing would surprise me also Um, i just want to say that if i heard the phrase my truth one more time in this episode i was going to just turn it off. There was another really cringy use of it in this episode. When was it? 
<laughs> oh no, there were, it was used, I think maybe five times. And I was like, I'm pretty My- sure. Another way of just saying like something I've convinced myself to believe that's <laughs> <doesn't> <laughs> fit I'm kind of like I'm pretty sure that um the phrase my truth like probably began to protect people who were maybe in in groups that weren't getting enough you know like whether it be um you know racism or people you know not giving enough attention to those who are hurting financially or what I mean what the fuck ever it may else be but now all of a sudden it's a bunch of girls on the bachelor like lgbtq community of like i'm exactly exactly love wins got appropriated again which is now like almost every single season of the bachelor unbelievable love wins love wins on your stupid fucking bachelor season like that's not what that's about that's not what this means Dude, Ari and Lauren, I think we're using that on the, on on the that or maybe it wasn't them, but it was other people talking about that. Like love wins. I'm like, no, that's not what that phrase is about. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ! Stop taking <laughs> stop. everything. We take everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Anyways, so well, um, Peter shows up. Yeah. Peter shows up, and um, he's invites hannah ann on a date hannah ann's finally getting her one-on-one um took a long time with the tongue thing oh yeah totally uh did i say hannah ann i meant mckenna dude mckenna so people were messaging me about her tongue thing and i didn't really know what they were talking about i guess i'd been taking notes and then i saw a clip of it on nick Viall's story and i was floored it was out of control it's out of control. I don't. I don't know what it's about. I don't hate it. I kind of love it. But I, uh, I don't hate McKenna. I got to be honest with you. Was she out of control and ridiculous this episode? Yes. Was I living for it a hundred percent? I was. How, yeah, I think people are just gonna like her, especially in this episode, just because Tammy was just really did not show her best side again i know i get i'm so, anyway. so bummed out okay so one on one yeah one on one with hannah ann um I mean, nothing really like stood out to me through this date except for their talk and also when they had a hot dog topping makeout session yeah felt a little queasy during that part please no food play and like, if it's gonna be food play, like whipped cream, not like, not like mayo. <laughs> like, fucking, I don't know what else was on that hot dog. That was, that was so gross. <laughs> I'm so with you. If you're gonna do food play, like on TV for where we're watching, please let it be sweet. I can't handle savory food play. I can't do it. I mean, beyond even savory, it wasn't like it was pretzels. It's like it was like mayonnaise and like mustard and relish like it's like like we're gonna do a cottage cheese food play deal tuna and cottage cheese okay you fill your mouth with guacamole and then i'm gonna lick it out of your mouth oh my gosh that was so gross um yeah i would have been really pissed when he shoved the hot dog in her face like it was the wedding cake thing i was like 
bitch, that is not cute. That's disgusting. And I'd be so pissed. That's like the bottom half of her makeup ruined. I, if anyone shoves anything in my face, I'm upset. Aggressive. But don't do no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't shove food in someone's face. Come on. Um, also, oh, I did want to say that Peter says that Hannah Ann is the goofiest girl here. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this is not a very goofy group of women. <laughs> Hannah Ann is the goofiest. McKenna is definitely the goofiest. McKenna what? has to be the goofiest, right? I mean, she is the goofiest. Like, yeah. She's trying, and when she's not trying, she's goofy. Yeah, she's goofy. <laughs> I love it. But Hannah Ann, I mean, I was like, wow, Peter, that's okay. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Um, oh, my God. Of course they do bump into the random couple who've been together for ages. <laughs> you always have to run into the local couple who's been together for decades. You have to have an older couple affirm your relationship. Also, at one point, someone said in Spanish how beautiful Hannah Ann's eyes were. And Hannah Ann's just like, I don't speak Spanish, but I know that phrase in every language. And yes, <laughs> I know they are stunning. <laughs> It comes up at least once in every conversation. So I'm assuming that's what you're talking about right now. <laughs> you're like, I'm on autopilot in my brain because I know you're just going to say how beautiful my eyes are. That's all. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then the conversation on the steps. This yes. is where I got the vibe that she was a virgin. I can, I definitely can pull that from there. I, I do want to say I, I appreciate when someone who... Um, has never been in love vocalizes it on the show. I feel like that's actually a big risk because I feel like the lead doesn't typically feel great about it. Even though I'm like, cool, you could be the one she falls in love with. Why are you nervous about that? I don't understand, but it's always like made to be such an ordeal when someone has never fallen in love. I I mean, it's like, I wouldn't say it's a red flag, but it is just, like, interesting to me when someone's, like, 30 and has never been in love. I'm kind of, like, what sort of, like, walls? I mean, maybe you just haven't met the right person, but I'm always, like, what kind of walls do you have up? Do you escape out of relationships before you fall in love? Like, why is that? Um, And I, like, I think about it, but I wouldn't say it's, like, a red flag. Right, and especially since she's only 23, I'm, like, that's, yeah, it's not. She's not like she. She's not in her thirties. She's not. It's not something that you're like. Oh, have you never had a relationship? Um, right. But yeah, no. I. I. You could definitely sense, well, obviously, that Peter was n- really nervous about it, though. Yes, and then and then he kind of. I mean, maybe actually, I'm going to the night portion of the date already. But he was basically launching into this thing about like, are these girls as serious about this as I am? Kind of. That inner was. Dialogue. Yeah, that was his big dialogue this episode. He was he was struggle city, like just worried, worried that Does process work. Mm-hmm. Um, Jess, I'm gonna tell you, I don't think his wife is in this bunch. Okay, I'm gonna agree with you, saying that I don't think she should be. No, but you think that he will he will get engaged to someone in this bunch? Yeah. I I'm I got my money on no. Okay, I have my money on yes, and I think that it's not a good idea, and I think that they'll break up probably, but I think he's gonna propose. You think it's gonna be Madison? I think it's gonna be Victoria. <laughs> I after seeing them, I'm like I I believe with everything in me. I believe now with everything in me that Victoria, that he is in love with Victoria and I am confident that 
Chris Harrison, they find out the tea about Victoria and that's what he tells Peter. And I'm, and I'm also confident now that the reason Barb is crying is because she likes Madison. And I think Madison's maybe other top two, or she likes one of the other girls and is upset because she doesn't like Victoria. Well, well, my friend had a theory um, about Hannah Ann being the virgin and like Hannah Ann leaving like around fantasy suites or like something like that. And that, Barb's crying about Hannah Ann or like something like that. I can't remember what her theory was, but it made a lot of sense. And it had to do surrounding Hannah Ann being a virgin and leaving. I mean, that would make sense. My thing though, is because we thought that we thought that the Webbers were going to be all over this, uh, this season. And they really haven't been minus that one time. And the only time that the Webbers have interacted have been with Madison. Madison. And after tonight, I feel like Madison's going to be sticking around. So part of me thinks that. No, I definitely think she's sticking around. I definitely think that's one of the more real relationships. So I, I do think that there might be a chance that Barb is like super attached to Madison already. Yeah. Is there anything to note about the day date or can we get into the evening portion? Because I want to talk about the evening. Let's talk about the evening. I, I, I've got some things to say about the evening portion, so I'm ready. Lay it on me, babe. <laughs> Well, okay. So let's just get into what happens because, you know, they're once again talking about her never being in love and, and he has an issue with that. And then the real crescendo for me was when he asked, how are you so confident this is what you want and you're ready? Jessica, her answer was the most pageant answer. And I felt really bad for her in the moment because it was an awful answer. Uh Her answer was I wrote it verbatim. I just feel like your qualities and what you possess are what I have been raised to have wanted. And I was like, wait, you're literally just saying that he's the kind of guy that you were raised to, to supposed to want. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Not going to make anyone feel good about where you're at in the relationship. Holy shit. It made total sense to me why Peter got up and walked away because like you can tell he likes her, but it's also like, yo, uh, that's not enough. That doesn't sound like yeah. you like me. That sounds like AI. That's some AI shit right there. All she had to say was like, I just can't explain what I feel for you. And all I know is it's like nothing I've felt before. Like everyone else does in The Bachelor. But I thought actually her answer was pretty honest. I was just like, ooh, that is I, not what he wanted to hear. Yeah, I felt like Hannah Ann on this date. Um, I don't want to say won me over because... God, it's just such a hard group because I don't feel like super in love with anyone really, but I do feel like, do I feel like maybe Hannah Ann has someone buried underneath her family's house? Yes. But do I think <laughs> Hannah Ann did it? No. Um, maybe it was someone else from her family, <laughs> but, but I, I felt like on this date, what I feel like we saw is that she is like so pageanty. She gave the pageant answer and then she realized like, oh shit, he needs more from me. And I do well, feel but, like we. But also it was a pageant answer and also a real answer. I think that really yeah. reflected his feeling. Yeah. She's like, yeah, you fit all the boxes I'm supposed to have written down. 100%. <laughs> and then afterwards though, when she, when you find out by the way that she's dated someone for three and a half years and never fell in love with the person And I'm kind of like, I was like, this girl, I can't figure this girl out. Like, I cannot figure her out. I can't quite read it. But then I saw, I looked up, and again, if you believe in astrology, whatevs, but, or if you don't believe in it, whatevs. She's a Taurus. 
And all of a sudden I was having these parallels because Cassie from Colton season was a Taurus and they kind of remind me of that similar personality where you're like, I felt like during Colton season, we kept being like, Cassie doesn't really like Colton and I don't know and da da da. But turns out she's actually super in love with Colton and they're still together and they just have a different way of showing it. I don't know. Both my brother and sister are Tauruses and I don't really, I see what you're saying, but I also, what's, what stood out to me about Hannah Ann was that I don't want to say this, like, I, I really don't mean this in an insulting way, but it really stood out to me how young and inexperienced and kind of like maybe not image in between like immature and naive or maybe the right words. Yeah. Uh, I, I just felt she like in this conversation, I, I really like struck me how young she kind of is. And like, just in, I don't know, like not, not her age, but just kind of like who she is. And I don't mean that like insultingly. I just think that when confronted with like, what do you want? It was kind of like, I've never really thought about what I actually want before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that. I, I, I feel like, and, and I don't mean that this actually is an insult either. Um, when I'm thinking Taurus, I'm thinking kind of just not like you can have a passionate person and all that, but she just doesn't seem to go like she was bringing up how she wants to go deep, but she just doesn't seem like the super deep person who's like torn up by her emotions. She seems like fairly level headed and kind of like, I don't know, just it takes her time and kind of processes things. And I feel like we've seen it through the season. Like she's not getting involved in the drama. She stays pretty like away from it. And it was ironic to me because she did make that one comment where she was like, I want to go beyond the shallows because you can't, you can only catch minnows in the shallow water of life. And I was like, what? <laughs> I know. I was like, first of all, your dad probably says that at least seven times a year. Yeah. That's like, you know, the thing he says. So you're picking up on it. And, and Peter's a little bit like, what about minnows? What, what did you just say? <laughs> well, I think that she hasn't explored maybe enough of herself and what she wants mm -hmm. to be able to like reach that level of feeling and emotion for someone yet. Yeah. Um, because I just got a sense of like, you know, if you were to ask her right now, where do you see yourself in five years? She might give the answer of like, well, you know, like hopefully married and like have kids, Yeah, which is a bad answer. But I think that if she was prodded to like explore that more, she might feel like, what do I like? Where do I see myself? And like, what, who do I see myself being in five years? I don't know if she's really thought through like, um, maybe her identity in terms of like who she is as Hannah Ann, not yeah. or as maybe the person she has been encouraged to be or feels like she wants to be because it's like the right thing, which I don't think there's anything obviously wrong with like having kids or getting married, but I think that she might, and it might be part of the pageant thing of like, this is what you do. Like, right. and this is the person, this is like, the kind of person that I want to be. So that's what I'm working towards without maybe looking at who am I inside and how does that affect this journey as I'm headed towards the things that I want in life. Right. Right. No, totally. You know? Totally. No, that make, I mean that, that totally makes sense. And I feel like, 
it's almost like how Hannah Brown um, during Colton's season had like this revelation where she's like, I thought I wanted this in my life. And like pageant life told me that I wanted this, but actually I don't. And like, maybe, maybe this Hannah, maybe Hannah Ann is going to have a revelation at some point where it's like, no, maybe I do want to move to LA and pursue my modeling. And I don't want to live this life. Yeah. Or maybe she does want to get engaged, but maybe she hasn't really discovered the kind of person that she's really attracted to rather than the person that she's supposed to be attracted to. That makes sense. That makes but, sense. But okay, here's here's what I even have more to say about about Peter because something about towards the end of the state really kind of concerned me and I'm sure some people are going to be like you're way way overthinking this. Um because he had all these doubts. And you know, he walks away and 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 uh, they end up when they're talking outside and, and she's breaking down because she's kind of like, holy fuck, what is going on right now? Like, this is not what I thought was going to happen, you know? And I think yeah. she's felt secure in this competition through everything. And I think suddenly she's like, wait, what the fuck's happening right now? And she breaks down and he's like talking to her and he says, this is what I want to see. And And then he says later on, like, I didn't expect this kind of breakthrough with Hannah Ann. And I'm like, you, bro, you seem to be equating these heavy emotional uh-huh. with true affection, which kind of goes to what you were saying about maybe she's not that kind of person. And it was a little bit like, Peter, someone's emotional display does not gauge their level of commitment to you or their level of realness in this experience. And this is kind of problematic you for are, you. You are preaching because when you take the people that Peter feels connected to, they are... Kelsey, Kelsey. <laughs> they are Victoria F, right? Yeah. All of a sudden when there's drama, he seems to be attracted more to Alea. Like there's this thing of that Peter might have a little bit of the savior complex in him where he likes to be the savior who's helping the damsel in distress and enjoys the roller coaster of emotions more than someone like he cuz he was trying to prod out of Kelly I need you to be a certain way for me to think that you actually like are into me. He was prodding it now out of Hannah Ann being like, I'm not getting this from you. And yet Victoria F who all of a sudden is like, I like, I'm so into you, but like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this because it's so hard. He's like very impassioned by. Well, Jess, look at his mother. And you know, it seems like, idolizes his parents relationship and it seems like they do have a healthy relationship and she just seems like a naturally emotional person and so throughout his life he may be equating these heavy emotional displays with real love yes so much yes (laughs) (laughs) the lines are coming together it's all starting to make sense no for real though some of the lines where he was just like this is what i want to see and i'm like what? what? I'm like, you want to see her like bawling? Like, I don't understand. What? Yeah, breaking down. Does she have to sob to you about how much she loves you for you to believe that she's like interested in being with you? Yeah. Ooh. No, I fully, yep, nailed that one she's for sure. Sobbing and then like, let me go get the rose. It's time for a rose now. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, what? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. It's illuminating. I feel like your point is. Uh, continues to get shown throughout this episode. Right? 
yeah. like the girls who are gonna throw themselves upon a stake for him are like very much like all right you have you have made it onto the next step of the process we now know that you're round are in- seven <laughs> <laughs> exactly i don't think he knows that he's doing i mean yeah i think it could be very like a, very much a uh, subconscious thing well back okay. at the hotel we find out that um I cannot even believe it. This poor girl, I swear to God. We're like, oh, McKenna's going to get the one-on-one date. Well, surprise, surprise, Victoria F. gets another one-on-one date. Because apparently their last date, you know, had a sour note in it, so he wants to fix it. I'm just thinking, yes, there was a blip. But other than that, you guys were like, went flying. You had the whole amusement park for like the full day to yourself. And then you had half of dinner that was good and then dancing after. Like, I'm pretty sure you guys were fine. And to that I say, well played, Victoria. You made a mountain out of a molehill with this whole (laughs) rice thing. And congratulations, because you now get another date because of it. Oh, my God. And can you imagine, by the way, still don't know what the truth is, but can you imagine if Chase Rice's side is correct and they only hooked up once and she has now created this whole thing and now she's getting another date? (laughs) She's winning. She is winning. Winning! Victoria F. has just been winning this entire process. I mean, the irony, by the way, let's say, is that she's winning. Can you... So, in the actual moment, she's on... I'm going to call it set. She's on set being like, I'm killing this. I am the front runner. Now, in real time, the audience is watching it. And before the season's even started, because of all of the tea about her, she's been, she's got, she's lost her Cosmo cover. People are rioting about her. Like, and she's like, this is going a very different way than I thought it was going during the actual filming. <laughs> like, oh, holy it's shit. For real. And poor McKenna is just, you know, losing it. McKenna's having her Elmo meme again over and over and over. Ranted, though. So let's talk about this group date, though, because this group date (sighs) rocks. This group date is the dream date. And everyone had a good time with it. Every single person had a blast with it. When I was watching it, I was literally like, this is the moment that I wish Becky and I had ended up meeting each other on The Bachelor together and doing this. And you and I would have, like, had the opposite roles where we hate it. We would have had so much fun. This would have been everything. I loved every minute. They have to go do a telenovela. Oh my God. It was, it just looked like a total blast. Which by the way, we hear Peter say that he grew up watching telenovelas with his grandma and that's how he learned Spanish. Also makes so much sense. He's just like, think about him being raised watching telenovelas. Like he's so romantic and maybe that's why he loves the drama so much. (laughs) Because between Barb and seeing all this drama, it's like, oh, this is love. (laughs) This is what love is for sure. For sure. And he was taking his role so seriously. He was really into it. Well, Sweetie Petey was a child actor. We've seen him in the commercials. So, like, he knows. I forget that all the time. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, this is how I'm going to break back in. Oh, my God. Well, when McKenna ends up getting the maid role, I'm crying. She... She was giving me literally everything I needed in this group date. She hey, wait. first of all, I have to say Tammy looked incredible with in her outfit. Tammy was slamming and she also just nailed it. She did an amazing <laughs> job. They all did great. Kelly Kelly had me screaming. I was 
laughing so hard. Kelly was killing me. I like I start to like Kelly more and more. I think Kelly's my favorite person on the show right now. I start to like her more and more every episode. Um Oh yeah, wish the double glasses and then I literally wrote down um there's a lot of incest impromptu going on and then she goes incest is best. <laughs> and her little like Spanish accent she was trying to pull. I was dying. I I was loving every minute. And she was making Peter crack up because she kept adding in lines that were like sexy and I was like no. <laughs> She's like, I'm going a little off script. It was so good. It was incredible. Also, Sydney. Sweeping with a feather duster. And like, the, she's got a goddamn chore in her life. You don't sweep with a goddamn feather duster. I was screaming. I was like, pick it up. Also, the way she was sweeping was just like, yeah, you've never held a broom before, 100%. We're, Your family rich we get it yeah we can we we can tell your family's rich but just by these these clips it's fine girl we see you it's fine oh no she though with her creeping in the background the whole time you just see like mckenna's eye just like (laughs) in every scene she was method acting to the fullest she took on the role and i was just I was cracking up at the way that she was being so serious in her interviews. Like I really connect with this character. Like oh. I've been seeing my lines. Like it was, Oh my God. She, she literally like this character was her life. Like she embodied it to the fullest. Also, by the way, Sydney, I was dead because during Sydney's part when she was just like, yeah, you know, like she thought she like killed it, which I'll agree to disagree. Um, but her confidence when she went in for the kiss, I was like, that confident kiss is because you know that he thinks you're the best kisser. And Peter was way too into that role playing with her as the nurse. He was feeling it. Oh, when she came out in the nurse costume, I was like, of, of course they're going to give sexy Sydney the nurse costume. <laughs> Oh man, I was just I I I was loving to just when you see that everyone's actually really having fun and there's no drama and everyone's just I know. like Finally, I also the Victoria P is the injured woman. <laughs> yes, with her fucking neck. She's just like she was the only one who looked like she wasn't having fun. She was like, I was expecting that I was going to get the bombshell role and then Kelsey got it. And that was a mistake. It should have been me. Okay. Speaking of that, we need to get in the night portion of the day as quickly as possible. We yes, need to. Yes, we need to. We must. I dying. Wait, before we get into that. Yes, let's have a quick little chat. Um, so <clears throat> I'm really glad you talking about the drama, at least seeming for a hot minute like it was over. I'm glad, especially that all that pill popping birth control drama is over. Um, but speaking of that, I learned something <clears throat> recently that shocked me. Did you know that over 19 million individuals with uteruses in America lack reasonable access to something as fundamental as birth control? 19 million. Or that one-third of women have used their birth control inconsistently to save money? Well, fortunately, we have an exciting new sponsor that's doing something totally revolutionary with birth control access in the United States. And, well, it's about damn time someone did something. Yes. Uh some of those issues are I faced when I was on birth control uh-huh. and 
those issues should not be a problem. And thankfully, they're not with simple health. They're here to make your healthcare simple, starting with online birth control prescriptions and free home delivery. It's convenient, affordable, and safe. Whether you're already on birth control, looking to get back on it, or want to try it for the first time, Simple Health will take care of you. Simple Health is awesome because they put women in control of their own health in a world where women's health policy is dictated by legislators and insurance plans, and they truly believe that access to a doctor, insurance, or cost should never prevent women from getting birth control. And they're helping to cut down those barriers. Uh, so here's how it works. You go to simplehealth.com slash chatty where uh, you'll find a comprehensive online health profile and answer some questions formulated to get the best birth control for you, your body, your preferences, your insur- uh, your insurance situation. They take it all into account. A licensed doctor will review your information, determine if you're a good candidate for birth control, and write you a prescription for the right method. Whether you know the exact brand you want or want a recommendation, they can prescribe over 100 trusted brands of the pill as well as the patch and the ring. Um, then your birth control ships to your door for free with automatic refills. You never have to worry about forgetting a refill or missing a pill again. Um, I want to mention that this isn't a replacement for routine checkups with your doctor. You still need those for your overall health, but it is the most convenient and comfortable way to get your birth control. Best of all, Simple Health is free with most insurance plans. So you can pay absolutely nothing to use this service every month. And for those without insurance, it's still super affordable. Pills start at just $15 a month, and monthly shipping is free for everyone. The annual prescription is usually $20, but our listeners can try Simple Health for free by just going to simplehealth.com chatty or enter the code chatty at checkout. Again, try Simple Health for free at simplehealth.com slash chatty or enter the code chatty at checkout. Um, but yeah, oh, I do want to say quick, um, when I was on birth control, I um, literally, because I didn't have insurance, I was paying because I had to have a specific birth control because of my bipolar stuff. That I had one that worked well with um, my emotions and I was yeah. paying hundreds of dollars, you guys. So this oh, is like a month and when I was in college and it was like uh this is really hard for me yeah Yeah. it's it's unbelievable this is like such a great a great tool anyways um okay so the evening portion of the date (laughs) (laughs) this is where things started going in directions I did not foresee I am shook it started to spiral so quickly I was like wow what a great fun date and of course people the women cannot let that be like they have to have the drama they have to have the all the tea going on um i but peter with the curveballs peter with the curveballs oh my god unbelievable well he starts out with kelsey who he like we said he's obsessed with because she would literally throw herself off a cliff for him so i mean the girl she cries every single time she is with him and that is not shade that is literally like she is is has so much emotion and he literally just is living for it and honestly i could the more i see them together i'm like okay i I could definitely see her being a top two as well um i mean how long can you how long can that kind of relationship last without you just getting so sick of it? Well, again, like I said, I don't <laughs> think it's going to last long term. <laughs> but just all over the place. I know. Poor thing. But anyway, things are they're solid. 
that being said, they are solid. They're solid. Now, who's not solid? And I'm literally, I'm, I'm was shaken to the core. I was not. This was so shocking because, first of all, Victoria P. For the first time ever, finally says in an interview that she wants to gain his trust back. I was like, wow. I literally almost fell over. I was like, oh. Said the, the opposite thing when she was sitting and talking to him. Exactly. I had a moment, though, for a second where I was like, oh, my God, is Vicky P about to go and be like, you know what? I know oh. that I lost your trust and I'd like to regain it. I was like, wow, we're having like we're moving. We're moving forward. Um, no. And this was her first misstep, in my opinion, was that she chose to bring up the Alea drama again, reminding him again about how she was a centerpiece in that issue i was like girl you could have just left it be and just moved on we didn't have to do this we really didn't one of the lines she said when my heart was put into question i recoiled i was like when your heart was put into question your heart (laughs) no bitch your lies the question what your quote-unquote your quote-unquote truth was questioned yes um I, the whole entire time, I, that all the hairs on my body were standing up because watching them talk and every time she'd put something out there and then she'd grab his hand and start kissing it all up and down. Why? Why was she doing that? Why was she doing that? That was horrible. It was almost like watching... You know what it was like watching? It was like watching... This is crude. Sorry. It was like watching, like, someone wanting something from someone so like let's just say i'd be like evan i want a new purse so i'm like watch this and i like push him down and start like jacking off evan and being like so i think i was looking at that louis vuitton the other day thoughts and like doing it putting him in that situation where he's like so overcome with lust that he's like yeah that's fine get whatever you want her to start like sucking on one of his fingers that's what i'm saying so they're literally talking about this thing that she's nervous to talk about and so she's like sexily kissing his hands when he starts to talk to her and like rubbing his other hand and it was like ooh, baby i did not like it and then jessica i mean there was some exchange happening but then out of nowhere in my opinion nowhere he goes i don't know if i can see you as my wife out of nowhere. I don't know if I can see as my wife. I was like, hold the phone. What? It was like a week ago, you were sending home girls because of her. And now she's not wife material. Like, I don't understand. I, I mean, I agree, but. Look, I think it was a, the correct choice to send her home. But my God, What? I truly did not see it coming, like, at all. I feel okay. like watching this America has to be shaking right now. Like, we are now afraid of Peter. What is he going to do next? And he ends up doing some some crazy shit later, and you're like, what is going on? Yep. What is happening? At this point, anything could happen. Anything. Truly. Truly. Well, okay, so let's talk about, like, after they have their little breakup moment and how Victoria reacts. I feel like this validated everything that you and I have been saying for the past two episodes. This is her fucking character. She gets rejected, and she turns it around. She's like, no, I'm concerned for you. And with, like, bratty, just, like, super bratty attitude. Won't even just turns around, walking away. Like when she, she says, goes, "This is the last conversation we're going to have. This is not love." And it was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" And she's smiling the whole time, which is so scary. When she gets angry and upset, and she, goes, she smiles. No, 
Yeah, she goes, no, you don't apologize to me. Can I get a car? Can I or can I get a cab? Oh, no, though. I mean, it, it it's the character was shown. The character was shown. I mean, and it's honestly kind of crazy when you compare it to Alea's exit because Alea was like, he, he, don't forget, he brought her back and then revoked her rose. And she was so and gracious. Leia, I understand. Like, thank you. And like, just left, was on her way. Meanwhile, Victoria P, who has low-key gotten her way this whole time, and he's just basically like, look, I really don't see it. And she's just like, "Ah, I just brat fest. It was crazy. Honestly, like to me, sorry, I just have to, uh, the broads need to know that Ruthie is here and she's looking at me and I'm very distracted because she looks so cute. Um, (laughs) She's just looking at me. Hi, Nugget. Um, But but I, uh, I always say, the exit is so key to me. I will go from being like, I don't like that, that person to being like, oh, I got to respect them because they did a, a nice exit. Or I'll go from being like, I love that person. And then when they have like an outrageous exit, I'm like, oh gosh, that was telling. Just, I'm not going to lie. I knew from the beginning that my exit was going to have to be everything. Mm. I was like, my exit has to make them ah. wish they never, they never sent me home. Oh. That's what the the exit is for they have you make them regret it make them be like she is so sweet and fun and understanding and all this stuff like i can't believe i made such a mistake and your That's exit what- and it was everything the- yes you have to do that it's so important it's so important I- but honestly that's that's a life lesson like seriously don't be that bitter person who is just pissed because you've been rejected that you're gonna treat the person you claimed to care about and be falling in love with like shit that really shows your colors. If you care about someone and you're going to treat them like garbage just because they are not as interested in you as you are into them, that says a lot about you. I know. I know. And that's the tea. And that's that is the tea. tea. So she, and I was just like, I couldn't believe it, but I was also thrilled. I was just like, I didn't know how I felt about like Peter throughout this episode because I was so confused but like I was somehow chanting at this point like Peter 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 it was like yeah I I mean I just I just really like could not have envisioned that I was like you went from being like making Hannah Ann try to show emotion and I and I didn't feel good about that I didn't like that and then all of a sudden now you're like removing VP out of nowhere like I, I, I don't understand he's getting savage a F. He really is. Um, and so we didn't really see commentary from the girls after that, did we? No, I feel like maybe at this point. Well, okay, first of all, this group of girls just is quite something. I feel like whenever anyone leaves, no one is sad. This is the first season that I... <laughs> That's so true. And I was thinking that last night, too. I was like, I don't really see any of the girls, like, really, like, crying or anything when any of their friends go home. No. It's, like, the f- it's the first season I've ever seen that typically, like, someone leaves and there's, like, you know, a couple people bawling because that's their home base in the house. Hey. Hey. There's been, like, zero sadness. Everyone's just like, bye, bitch. And- One and less. Bye. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. No, no sadness. Okay. Well, the drama doesn't end there for the evening portion of the date. No, it does not. This is all happening. All the the next drama all starts by the way when Peter and Madison he moves on quite quickly from VP to Madison, and he writes her like a script, which by the way is like my nightmare to like be doing a script back and forth to oh. someone romantically. Yes. But, 
what was that? But their chemistry in this scene, it was like, oh my God. I remember during their date, you and I saying like, I don't know if we see the chemistry. I saw it big time. I mean, and we haven't really seen them at all, like since their date, like at all, at all. But it's clear that it has been progressing in the shadows. Yes, we're not we're not really seeing Madison because she is so genuine and real and all this other drama is going on around her. And so we're getting all the tea, but we're not getting any of the Madison. And it's obvious that they have feelings for each other and that they have a lot of chemistry. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if she'll get a one-on-one next week again. Oh, definitely a potential for sure. Um, well, I do want to, I do want to make note that then McKenna's happy. And I do want to make note that I think it was the very first time I've heard Sydney say anything nice. What did she say? She looks at McKenna and she goes, you did so great today. That's how the whole conversation got started because McKenna was kind of like, oh, yeah, I feel good. I feel good. And Sydney was like, you did so great today. You did so great today. And I was like, that's the first nice thing that I've heard. And so I just wanted to take note of victories. <laughs> A gold star for you, Sydney. Um, we see well, that no moment of kindness. for Tammy because she immediately starts confronting McKenna about basically fucking nothing. Dude. <sighs> Why? Why? Why she gotta do it to us? Like, I'm so disappointed. So I did want to bring up that. I don't know. Unnecessary. Yeah, I I wanted to bring up because I feel like we saw this. I we saw a different version of this again tonight. So after the whole drama last a couple days ago, I guess with um with Kelsey, um and the whole uh drinking pill popping thing tammy posted on her instagram a story of a blog post that she had from like three years ago and in the blog post she it was named something about like you know drugs and alcohol something and basically it's her blog her own blog post she when she was like you know um coming up and uh she had a boyfriend who got like two DWIs and a roommate who had like a DUI and she basically was supporting them. And like, she went into debt supporting them because of their drug and alcohol issues. So definitely I will say that you can see with the whole Kelsey thing that there is, there's a a switch for her when it comes to this because she's, it's something that she's dealt with. And I also then feel like with this whole McKenna thing, we see later on in the episode, she keeps making these comments about like, like kind of doing, pulling a Sydney and being like, do you even do anything to like, do you even have something outside of this? Or she kept talking about like the, this white blonde girl from Canada, you know, go back and and do your hashtags and whatever. And it definitely seems like we know that Tammy is a self-made woman who like kicked ass in high school, did this, this, uh, this wrestling thing, probably you know like killed it through college and is now successful and there seems to be a level of bitterness towards McKenna who seems like she maybe has a rich family and is going home to her like fashion influencer this is exactly how I feel about this Sydney and Alea drama where it's like, dude, I totally get how this person pisses you off. And you know what? You don't have to have respect for them. Nope. You don't have to support them. They can annoy the fuck out of you. Like, and maybe even whatever, go ahead and talk shit to your little friend. Sure. Don't go to the fucking, no. like, there's no need to confront them for no. them just 
like literally just existing in this, the way they are. This feels like, like, again, like you said, the Sydney and Alea thing, it's personal. This has nothing to do with Peter. Tammy seems like she was personally like reminded of things that she struggled with when she's dealing with Kelsey. And like I said in last episode, when I was watching Tammy, I felt like she takes on people's burdens and then is getting over them. And even in her blog post where she's talking about like her ex and her roommate and she took on their burdens, I'm sure taking on all of Kelsey's and drama like, and you know, whatever she's yeah. now feeling this way, but, but it's, it's like, like yeah, but that shit's personal. This is not well, something like, yeah, no, and it's not even between the two of them. It's her issue that that's she's what I'm saying. You can't. And, and also you're dragging someone's character. Like you were dragging Kelsey's character and now you're dragging McKenna's character because you're saying that she's here for the wrong reasons. And you know what? Maybe she is, even though I will say if someone looks not there, like, if someone looks like they're truly there for Peter, McKenna's one of them. Sure, and sure. you're, yeah. but you're dragging people's character now publicly because you don't, you have a problem with them and that's just not okay. Um, yeah, exactly. And also it's just like, I would have had more respect for her even with the Kelsey thing. If she would have a owned up to it, to Kelsey, maybe even like told her like, Hey, I'm going to go tell Peter yeah. or like talk to her about it. Like you have an issue and confronted her, which I still think she wouldn't, shouldn't have done, but it would have been better than her just going behind her back and telling the lead and then claiming that she was worried about her well-being. well being. I don't know. She feels, she feels worried. better. She feels better about it this time because she says to McKenna, at least I'm saying it to your face. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. McKenna goes, are you about, are you going to go and talk to Peter about this now? Which, like, with McKenna, I would have just been so equally over it, where I'd be like, just shut the fuck up. Like, why are you concerning yourself with me? Like, well, stop. Mc- and McKenna, I mean, Tammy seems to know whose buttons to press. Mm-hmm. Because someone who's just going to be like, Tammy, shut the fuck up, and is just going like, ig- to, like, ignore her, she's not going to go after, like, the girls that she knows she can get a rise out of. Well, I mean, McKenna snapped at Tammy, and... I'm not surprised because this girl's been having so many emotions and she's been having to listen to so much drama and hasn't been involved in any of it. And I'd like to take y'all back to when Kelsey flipped at McKenna a couple weeks ago and McKenna actually really, really kept her composure and now and and Kelsey came at McKenna for no good reason. And now Tammy's coming at McKenna for no good reason. And now McKenna's going to like, you know, flip a switch. And I was like, I was, I was, I was glad she stood up for herself. And what Tammy was, like, confronting her about, which was, like, you're fake because you were upset and now you're happy. I'm like, whatever. She had a good day with Peter. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, obviously, she's on an emotional roller coaster right now. And that seems to be part of her personality. Right. How does it concern you at all? Well, and how judge whether or not she's ready for marriage? Like, Right. And the whole tea about, like, huh? her packing her bags. I'm like, yeah, because she's literally seeing someone get another group date and... Again, it's not your typical season where you're able to have cocktail parties and be spending time with people. She's literally gotten zero time with Peter. I mean, so she's preemptively like, yeah. And uh, one, she's feeling heavy in the emotion department. And then also it's just like, well, I might as well send myself home before I get sent home. Right. You know, like, which, whatever. Yeah, I get that. I would have probably done the same thing. So, and I just don't see her being there for the wrong reasons. And then, no. get to ready for marriage and he's like you should then just being like you act like a child 
and it was hard to watch kelsey standing up for mckenna by the way natasha i felt like put it perfectly where she said tammy is more concerned with eliminating people who aren't here for peter um than trying to fall in love with peter and that then took me back to tammy's past too with like you know hearing that she's into a lot of competitive stuff and like you know i'm like ah the the eliminating thing makes sense and like you said she seems to know the right people to be like eh, i can push your buttons and then you know it just, just bummed like, me out so much because I'm just so over her at this point. I like, feel I'm so bummed because that was like, that was my girl and I love her commentary and I think she's so like fun and smart and gorgeous. And it just really bummed me out these past two episodes, especially this episode. Really, I mean, honestly, for someone talking about like maturity, it's really fucking immature mm-hmm. to not recognize and not have the self-awareness to realize what's an issue that you have to deal with within yourself and what you have to confront other people about. And that's fucking immature because she has clarity on that when she gets in the heat of her own emotions, which she denies having. Um, Um, By the way, there was a moment where then Tammy like walks away when her and Kelsey are like starting to go at each other a little bit because Kelsey's standing up for McKenna. Telling me that Kelsey just, I felt like I was watching an episode of the real housewives and it felt like Shannon and, uh, Shannon and Tamara versus Vicky where Shannon oh, there completely. and he's like why are you here? <laughs> why are you here? Completely. <laughs> <laughs> oh completely well there was like this moment where you see Tammy walk away and Kelsey says something like and if I feel like they cut her off where she was like I'm just or I'll just be here like be an alcoholic here or she made some <laughs> comment that it seemed like me I don't think she was calling Tammy an alcoholic what it sounded like to me is that she like tongue-in-cheek was like I'll just be an alcoholic like she just yeah. goes away and she's like here I am I'm just you know oh god I was dying <laughs> Um, well, McKenna um, then talks Tammy, to, I, I, and Tammy still was kind of killing me. Like when she kept telling Kelsey that I'm not talking to you, I was still laughing. Oh, I listen, it. it's one of those things where it's like, especially at the end of this episode, I was like, Tammy kills the commentary. She, I think she's one of those people that I'd be like, I want to hang out with you and we're going to have a great time. But in this situation, this did not bring out the best. That is 100% for sure. It's one of those moments, like, you know, when your friend calls you and is venting to you about a situation and the whole time you're like, in your head, you're like, you are so in the wrong. And on uh-huh. the phone, and on the phone, you're like, totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> I totally understand. Totally. Yeah. You were, t- you totally did the right thing. And in your head, you're like, bitch. <laughs> 100% at fault in this situation. Completely. Completely. Oh my god. Well, um, McKenna and Peter then chat and McKenna tells Peter that Tammy came for her for not being there for the right reasons. Um, which surprised me that McKenna said that to Peter. Because yeah. like, I feel like her saying that also put the thought in his head that maybe she isn't there for the, the right reasons. It went in her favor. 100%. Yeah. Like, he was like, I've never had doubts about that. Yeah. And, uh, well, it wraps with Peter, Peter giving the rose to Madison. And uh, again, McKenna is losing it. (laughs) Oh, I'm sort of happy that she's out of her misery by the end of it. I know she will, Uh, she will thrive in paradise. I'm sure. Um, well, let's do Vicky F's one-on-one. Let's talk about Vicky F. Okay. And actually, now she is the only Vicky. She is just now. Oh, Victoria. so now we can just call her Victoria. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank God, because I was starting to really get their last name. Letters I know. Confused. It's tough. It's tough. Um, well, 
somehow Victoria F is bringing up that she's like, I'm so nervous, Peter. I'm like, how are you nervous again? What are you nervous about now, Victoria? (laughs) What is it? Okay. What is this? Um, And a man approaches them on a horse. The horse is salivating like violently. And (laughs) I I loved this date, by the way, this would be like a top notch date to me. Um, It seems really fun it was beautiful he was like a, a chilean wassail i don't know what a wassail is but i fell in love with him i wanted to date him and they were like going under the horses and then his normal collared shirt was poking out from under yes. the garb they had to wear <laughs> i loved him <laughs> so literally much a dude wearing denim and a nice collared button down and they're like throw on this poncho I don't know, but it still looked like he was, they were like, this will make you look authentic and Chilean. Oh my gosh. He was fresh. (laughs) Um, and the little dancey horses like just tickled me. Chile has just been like my favorite so far. Um, so they're having this like really, really beautiful date. And of course, somehow Victoria is threatening to leave. Like, is this her back on the truck that yes. you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Again, this is where I um, was thinking, like, it's interesting how she's always a nervous wreck and how this journey is so difficult when she is literally cruising through every other minute, quite obviously just fine, like back at the ranch with the other girls and stuff. Yes. And it's like she goes from them having this great date. She seems confident in front of the other girls and she's always now with Peter. There's always an issue and she's saying she's going back and forth. Always considering leaving out of nowhere. Always considering leaving, always threatening to leave. We said this at the beginning. We've been right every single time. She's threatened to leave every single date that they've had. Um, And she's saying that she's in her head about the other girls and Peter's like clearly sad. Listen, what I'm getting from her is that she creates her own, like by her own hand, creates emotional roller coasters for her mm-hmm. partner to ride on. And that's what I think maybe she thinks she offers or the right way to have a good relationship. And to me, what I'm like been seeing through this is it just looks like somebody who figured out how to, emotionally like go up and down with someone in like the quote unquote romance of that, but hasn't learned that that's not healthy. Yeah. And I think that she's learned that that's how like, that's, I mean, and I, I don't mean it like, and that's how she gets what she wants. Like, no, she's learned that this behavior like gets her the reaction and, and like, that's just what she's been using. It hasn't grown past that. It seems. Right. And I Uh, think, I think that she, you know, and I'll say well, this. I want to get, I want to really get into this into the evening portion. Of the day, yeah, I sure. Think all this is really, um, clarified. Uh, I mean, nothing really else happens in the day date, right? No, mm-hmm. no. Okay. Um, it's, it's interesting. Cause on the one hand I'm like, Oh yeah, she never brings up wanting to leave. And is always nervous right when she sees Peter. But then also like in this evening portion of the date, I'm like, wait, she does actually have walls up. Yeah. And like, she, she does actually struggle with this because he's saying like, I'm losing confidence and getting fearful about where they stand. And the thing is, it's like, it seems like her end game, obviously she doesn't actually want to get sent home or want to have them break up. Don't know like what her genuine intentions are behind that. But 
regardless, in this moment, she doesn't seem to know really how to salvage it or what exactly to do. Uh And when you see her there genuinely flailing, you're like, okay, this person does have issues. Like, being up in relationships and, like, feeling comfortable getting close to somebody. So, like, that does seem very real. Yeah, I was watching this was intense to me because like personally, because, um, I really resonated with her. Now I'm not resonating with some of these heinous actions that have happened. (laughs) So I'm not saying Victoria and I are alike, but in this area, I, I really resonated with her because it reminded me of myself like years and years ago where I had this tendency, I know, that I would create these, like, romantic roller coasters um, because it was, like, feigned intimacy. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought, I kind of trained myself to think that when we would go on these emotional roller coasters where we have these high highs and low lows, and then all of a sudden I'd be like, and I would always leave. I'd always be out the door, like, I can't do this anymore. It created this intimacy that wasn't actually true intimacy. And then all of a sudden when someone would be like, yo, but Jess, like, what's really actually in here? I would be like, uh, I I don't know. And I had major walls up because I didn't Mm -hmm. really know what intimacy looked like. And to get to that, at least for me, it took many years and it took a lot of work for mine and my husband's relationship because it was like, people think you're, you give off this vibe that you're really intimate with people, but you have this major wall up. Um, and what I did appreciate about their conversation is when he said, why do you have these walls up? She didn't say, she didn't give him reasons. She wasn't like, well, I don't know. Uh huh. Basically. I mean, I, yeah, I totally empathized with, with that side of her. And I did feel like I'm like, okay, I'm getting some clarity on where you really stand as a real person. Um, and then you do see though, this other real side that I'm like, this is, this is not healthy where she's doing the thing of Uh like, maybe you'd be better with somebody else. Like maybe I should just go. And then when he's like actually just trying to get into the conversation with her, she goes, okay, I get it, Peter. And just gets up and walks away. Oh, and like, yeah. he, and I was like, I, um, I was watching with a friend and she was like, what do you think she's like in relationships? She had said that earlier. And I was like, this is what you're seeing. No, I think, I think you're seeing like, I, she is in a relationship with Peter. I believe this is how she normally acts. And yeah. Again, I'm saying this because I know that I was guilty of this years ago. It's emotional manipulation. I mean, you are pulling your partner along on your ride because you want the exact reaction. So if all of a sudden you threaten to leave and your partner goes, oh, my God, no, don't, then you're happy. But if you threaten to leave and your partner goes, "Okay, maybe I'm not okay with it, then all of a sudden it's like, well, I can't even talk to you. Bye. Well, and like you're saying, it's like a uh, having a real co- uh, conversation that's going to get to the bottom of the issues with the intimacy. Mm-hmm. It's easier to be like kind of fling it back in their face and be like, okay, yeah, I get it. Okay, I'm out. Bye. And yeah. you can just be able to handle it. And her, her, her discourse with the producer in the bathroom stall really confirmed that all of this is something she really struggles with as well. Yeah, I know. Honestly, watching it, like... It, it was like, like, especially because it's her. And again, all of the, all of the rumors and everything circulating about her. I'm just like, no, no, no. 
when I was watching it and I was having these like flashes of past like old Jessica, it was like hard to watch. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like this girl. I, I just, yeah, my heart hurt in that sense where I was like, oh, you, there's a lot of obstacles that need to be worked through. And obviously you've done a lot of stuff, at least rumor wise and specifically with like all the white lives matter shit that came out and all that, like that people aren't going to like you, but man, there's some there's some stuff there that needs to really be hashed out big time. Well, and then it's been interesting that he's like, so will you accept this rose? And she goes, of course. <laughs> like, <laughs> duh. Okay. Where I'm like, did we just miss all of this? Did we skip all this? I don't understand. I know. I know. It was pretty wild. But point being is he, they walk away and he's, talks about that he's a little nervous because um he feels like this is the first time that he's really really into the girl and she's not give, validating everything which to me is making peter fall more in love with her too it's the well because it's the hyper drama yep it's like kelly where kelly's like i don't know i might actually have some issues with this relationship so i don't know if i'm ready to commit right yeah. now which like this healthy version of tension and then instead you have this melodramatic tension where it's like i don't even know how to communicate with a partner right. so and that, he's like <laughs> that's why i i see this girl rose <laughs> that's why i see him with her in the end because i feel like he is like seems just like he can't let go of that like the roller coaster and the passion and the drama and all that and now and I and I I have I'm predicting that he's given it to her in the end and and uh and I think he'll if she's like I love you so deeply like he'll follow through with it I don't know oh, oh, oh. oh my gosh all right Insane. Before yes. the two on one. And oh the, my lord. And the final roses. Final roses. Okay. The, the week. Um, do you know what? If I was on this show and really wanted to impress Peter and win his heart, I would show up with a love book just for him. Um, and if you haven't heard to- us talk Victoria, about love, just for him. That's what she- their one-on-one time victory <laughs> feed and she wouldn't have gotten sent home exactly um and if you haven't heard us talk about love book you are missing out because this is the best most personalized gift you can give someone oh you know peter would absolutely love a love book he would love books an amazing company that helps customers express the sentiments that may be difficult to say out loud like if you're someone like victoria f it's okay. There's love. It's a website online that allows you to create your own custom book for someone you love. You can create characters that look just like you and the recipient down to the outfits and accessories. And it's pretty wild how much you can get these illustrations to look like you and your loved one. It's really, really cute. I had a lot of fun doing it. And while you do it, you have the option to personalize each page as much as you like. And Lovebook has an express option that creates a complete book with just a few clicks if you want to do that. Uh, Becky and I have both given love books to our mothers and Ember actually helped me make one for my mom and she had so much fun participating in it. Um, and if Ember and I can do it together, you know, it's pretty simple to create. <laughs> um, and with Valentine's day coming up, it is a fact that we will be making another one for someone very special soon. <clears throat> he produces the podcast, so I don't want to say, um, and it's great because love book actually offers a membership program now. So I was able to save immediately on my original purchase and also receive 50% off 
off any future purchases. And Lord knows I will be making these for all of the loved ones in my life eventually. Love books really are the perfect gift for Valentine's Day or any day, really, just to show and tell someone how much you love them. Visit lovebookonline.com slash chatty to receive a special 20% discount only for our listeners. That's lovebookonline.com slash chatty to receive a special 20% discount only for our listeners. Yeah, go check it out. Okay, so this next company we're about to tell you about is new to the podcast, but one I am very passionate about. And if you follow me on social media, you've seen me talk all about it. It's KiwiCo. Um, So we all love a a subscription box. Well, KiwiCo is the perfect subscription box activity kit for every young explorer, engineer, and artist in your life. I really like KiwiCo. We just got our box in the mail. KiwiCo creates super cool hands-on projects for kids to make learning about STEAM, S-T-A-M, fun. STEAM means science, technology, engineering, art, and math. KiwiCo is designed by experts in-house and tested by kids. And by the way, this box is not just for one certain age or demographic. KiwiCo has boxes for kids ranging from babies, the one we have, to teenagers. And there really is something for everyone. Every month you get this new fun project delivered right to your door. It's an amazing way to break away from the screen time and sit down with your kids and really work together and engage in an exciting project. Um, I absolutely love that everything you need always comes in the box. So you aren't having to run out and grab like extra popsicle sticks or batteries or anything. Um, It all comes in the box with easy to follow instructions. Ember absolutely flips every time one of these KiwiCo boxes comes to the door. um, And it's been really, really good for her focus and development. And truly, she loves these the most and continues to play with what's inside because she made it and she really takes pride in it. It's so precious. Um, Last month was a reptile box and she lived because she loves her reptiles. She still plays daily with everything that she made from that box, actually. KiwiCo is a convenient, affordable way to encourage your children to be anything they want to be. There's no commitment. You can cancel any time. And monthly options start at $16.95 a month, including shipping. And for our listeners, go to KiwiCo.com slash chatty to get your first month free. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash chatty. Every day counts when it comes to making a difference. So don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Again, go to KiwiCo.com slash chatty and get your first month free. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash chatty. Um, All right. Ron, I say thank you for tuning in with me not being here in person, but I am feeling really liberated like with new baby coming and stuff. It's awesome to know that, Jess, you guys don't have to, like, trek down to Long Beach for some of those episodes when we're covering, like, Bachelorette stuff. Especially when, when you're, like, fresh with baby. That's, that's what I mean. Like, in that in those first few weeks, it's nice to know that we do have the option uh, where oh, I no. can just we're gonna have, and do We'll have Evan come and set you up with, like, perfect mics so the sound slays and some killer internet, and we'll just we'll get it all Love. timed. Um, okay, so... Oh, here we go. Tammy and McKenna get the two on one. Yes. Which, okay. This is the lamest fucking two on one ever. And so anticlimactic. It's literally like there's, there's nothing. I know they sit, well, they sit in a room and it's like, that's it. And also there's been so much drama with so many of the girls so far. And I felt like the McKenna and Tammy drama was so like quick 
And yeah. I was surprised that they chose those two. It seems like it's like, okay, we're coming down to the wire. We have to do a two on one. So we're just going to throw Tammy and McKenna together. Yes. Even though spoiler McKenna doesn't even make it through the next grocery. <laughs> didn't even give a rose a two on one. She ended up sending her home. How of all the poor people, poor McKenna, she <laughs> finally gets a date. It's a two on one. And then she gets sent home right after why didn't he just send her home then? That felt very like producer move to me. He also said, he also said in his in an interview, like when he was walking into the rose ceremony, that he still didn't know who he was going to get rid of until he was in that moment. I don't know. I don't know. Like, well, okay. It, okay. So okay, I'm. Li- by the way, before the the the, the two on one, I was screaming watching this because. McKenna is like living her empowerment truth. She's like, Tammy may think I'm weak, but I'm strong as hell. The lines coming out, I was like, bitch, you know when McKenna was putting on her lip gloss and anger that Lizzo was playing in the back of her brain. She was like, Truth Hurts was playing in the back of her brain, and she was like, I'm empowered. The whitest bitch I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) You know she like a membership to goat yoga where the goats like walk all over you, you know, and <laughs> you know, McKenna, <laughs> you know, that McKenna is the type of girl that actually tells someone that speaking of Lizzo, that Lizzo's truth hurts. Like it's my song. No, no, listen though. It's like, so my song and Lizzo's just in the background going like, uh-huh. Sure. This is your song. Okay. <laughs> and be in her to hang out then. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, she was just killing me. When they sit down, McKenna is preaching a full ass sermon about I'm kindness. Wrong. Kindness wins. Love, Love wins. wins. <laughs> like, what is going on here? This this girl has felt so just like defeated for so long now that she is like coming out like she is shot out of a cannon right now and she is just like I am preaching I love myself I will not put up with this anymore like she is just is so tragic because she's about to I, know. <laughs> I can't I can't well it was rich oh. okay so Tammy gets pulled aside. Yes, and she, she drops this tea that she's creating hashtags for herself and packed her bag before the group date and said she was going to leave. And the hashtags thing, I really felt for McKenna because that would so be that would so be where I was in the house and I was going, I'm going to have my own show called The Becca Life with Becca. And I'm just, it's like, come on. It's a joke. I think like when, when Tammy was talking about McKenna, I was like, it was so just mirroring the Sydney Alea thing. Like, you know, Alea was probably the type of person who was doing like the hashtag thing too and it's just their personality like McKenna just screams that she screams like the type of girl to make her own hashtag she's gonna have a girl's weekend with her friends yeah she's gonna trying to incorporate in every single one-on-one time with Peter oh exactly and she's gonna like she's gonna go on a weekend with her friends she's gonna bring matching outfits and shirts for all of them she's gonna create a hashtag for her girl's weekend yeah, like that's just her personality. Like she's and and does she have did she have like a decently substantial blog, fashion blog before going on this? Yes. Was she friends with people like Caitlin Bristow who are involved in Batch Nation and have a bunch of followers? Yes, but it just seems like her personality. Yeah. 
yeah, I don't really like sense her her authenticity in terms of her feelings for Peter or any of that, despite all of it. No, she seems like she really likes Peter. She definitely seems like she's crushing on him when he's around. Totally. In like the 10 minutes she spent with him (laughs) for the past few weeks. In the grand total. Okay. So then he asks Tammy though, this is interesting, what she sees in their relationship. And she brings it back to like, other girls disrupting the process. And I'm like, bro, that's not what he's asking you. And you're like making this about other people. Like he's just straight up being like, how would you feel about me? And Tammy is like you said earlier, it's, it's a competition thing. Yeah. She's, she brings up how she doesn't want like girls like McKenna disrupt the process. And to be honest, yeah, she said, she said, she's done nothing but trust the process. Like he's asked and girls like McKenna disrupt the process. And I'm just sitting here going like McKenna hasn't been involved in, in any of the drama. She's just talked to her. I know she's just been a bystander. She's been a bystander the whole time. He hasn't talked to her. So then even when Tammy brought up the whole concept of like, Oh, you know, um, uh, I'm, I'm sick of it being the McKenna show and her getting in, in the way with my time with Peter. I was a little bit like I could I could understand when you were saying that about Kelsey, because there's been a lot of drama about like around Kelsey. But McKenna hasn't pulled Peter away at all. No. No. No, not at all. And like, I, I, it's, it's another very similar situation, like with Leia, where it's like, Tammy, just fucking admit that McKenna pisses you off, but she hasn't even interacted with you. Like, this isn't, you're right. disrupting her own process by getting that wigged out about this girl that is completely uninvolved with you. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Well, okay, so then he talks to McKenna. Oh my gosh. She just gets so much joy bringing people down. But then he's like, so why were you using your hashtags and, and and uh and packing your bag and she's like well that was my truth (laughs) her truth i was like if i hear one more girl (laughs) um that was peter it it was just nothing i know i know well it was a bunch of nothing i was surprised to be honest when he didn't send both of them home at the same time i thought he was gonna do that he didn't even have a rose. Like, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's ex- yeah, exactly. It's not like he gave. That is an interesting point. Typically on the two on one, if you don't get sent home, you're given a rose. McKenna wasn't given a rose. Oh, he's like, you get two more hours. <laughs> Congrats. Like, before you have to leave. Make some crazy faces so you'll end up on some more memes and get more notoriety before I send you home. <laughs> <laughs> Then the girl, the lines between Tammy and McKenna. Was that scripted? Were we on another Telenova set? What was happening? I have to give these these women some props for some of these back and forth. The shade that was being thrown. It felt scripted. It was uh, Tammy. It truly makes me sick that people like you come in here trying to brand themselves. McKenna lies, lies, lies. Tammy. (laughs) Tammy, I truly feel bad for you. McKenna, I feel bad for you. I'm not the villain of the season. Tammy, let me give you some advice. Uh, Don't lead with your emotions. Tammy, don't lead with your anger. McKenna, you're nothing to me. Tammy, I'm everything. (laughs) Tammy, with the I'm everything line, I was like, that was everything. I was 
dying at that one. I was dying at that one. I was like, okay, I've got to give it to you. I've got to give it. I've got to hand it to you, Tammy. Well played. Incredible. Oh, my God. Well, okay. So after that little fiasco, Peter sits down and is in the most anticlimactic presentation of who's going home. You know how they normally go like, McKenna. I've seen your heart and whatever, whatever. Tammy, you've spoken your truth and whatever, whatever. And then he'll hold the rose and be like, (laughs) (laughs) 10 minutes. (laughs) Tammy. And you're like, is he going to give her the rose? And then he's like, continue this journey. No, none of that. He literally just turns to McKenna and goes, McKenna, I trust you. Tammy, sorry, you got to go home. And I was like, what? That's it? That's it? That's what you drug me here for? Did this episode not feel so weird to you? Not drug me here. Drag me here. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was... <laughs> I'm telling you, I could not predict what was happening at any given moment. Everything just felt off about it to me. Like, it felt like it was almost I was watching a different show, like a different network's version of The Bachelor. I mean, it was the bonus episode. True. It just felt Which- so different. <laughs> Girl, let's talk about how there was a total of, okay, one, two, three, four. Four girls went home this episode. Four. And for the week, like, he cut, like, eight girls. We went from (laughs) 13 down to, like, the final four overnight. They were like, Peter, you got to wrap this quick, my friend. Everyone's just exhausted of filming because of all the drama. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this must be like a time constraint with ABC. Like they must have like some sports season coming up. And so they have to do two episodes in one week. Like what was going on? It was crazy. Um, I know. Well, they have the cocktail party. Oh, well, I should say this. Tammy, he sends Tammy home. Um, McKenna is gleeful and Tammy is gracious with Peter when she goes home. Definitely in the in the uh, the ride home again. I feel like you could see there was a lot of layers going on because she was saying, "I'm disappointed. I guess he wants a trophy wife." Like there was a lot of there was a lot of behind the scenes shit I'm going like, on. Okay, Dean, real hard. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I mean, and his time at the cocktail party was uh, very nothing important happened mostly because almost every single girl is gone at this point um yeah no seriously really starters uh so what really shook me about all that is that two girls were going to be going home i know that just floored me well Um, he had a moment with natasha and natasha um tells him that he needs re or that she needs reassurance which i can understand that at this point and uh, and he he said, Asha's like, why don't you have me here? Like, why don't you just tell me that I am going to be the token black girl for hometowns? <laughs> but I she's mean, also like kind of cruising and he's kind of cruising with her and things are kind of like sort of going yeah, well. I think that, I think he does like her. Like, I mean, they haven't had a lot of time together. I'm really interested for them to have a one on one and have like time alone and like a lengthy amount of time. I'm super interested. Um, but I'll tell you what. I really like her actually. I really like, like Natasha too. 
Um, I always forget. There's a couple people. Like I say, I for- was forgetting about Kelly, and I really like Kelly. And I was forgetting about Tasha, and I like Natasha because there's been so much drama. I keep forgetting about people that I'm like, oh no, there's still some people in here that I'm like, I'm into. Yeah, and we also just haven't seen that much of Natasha aside from her like occasional snide comments. Right. Well, so there's that. But I really like her when I see more of her. Well, yeah, like when she whenever she has her one on ones with Peter, like they seem like they vibe each other. I love, though, that he said he's like, I am I'm not about the drama and I'm canceling it out now. And I was like, this is very clear, Peter, that you made a a hard left decision that all of a sudden you're like, I'm done. You girls were telling me that I was like down with the drama and I'm just going to cut everyone now. Exhausted. He's exhausted. The man's eyes are like half open throughout most of these one-on-one dates now because he's just like so exhausted i know i know um so oh and then also we have a moment where victoria f tells peter that she wants to move forward and give him everything peter is ecstatic he he loves her so bad he wants to have sex with her and he's also (laughs) He loves her. I'm like, he wants to fuck her so bad. <laughs> I think both. I think both. I, I also think Peter's the type of person. Gray was like, I think he wants to have sex with her more than any other person there. At yes, this point, for sure. Gone. for sure. I, I also think that Peter's the type of person who wants to have sex with who he thinks he's in love with. But that's also the thing is like, I also get like Victoria F is very interesting in that she has this ability to be very like real and like very cool. And then also like very kind of fake with like a lot of issues. Uh And it's kind of interesting. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, it's that feigned intimacy shit where like, you know how to make it look like you're vulnerable when you're not. Yeah. But I mean, even just her being like, she is like really real and cool in certain moments where I'm like, oh, I like her. And there's other moments where I'm just like, girl. I know. I mean, she's yeah. cool. She's quite an interesting character. This one. She is. She is. I will say that. Well, the rose ceremony, it's the most ominous looking rose ceremony ever. Like they descend into the darkness and they don't know what's about to come hit them. I had no idea. We did descend into the dar- darkness and there was no telling what was going to happen. No telling. I where Kelly and Natasha were going home. Oh, I was confident at that point that Kelly and Natasha were going home. It was like... Or I thought Natasha was going to stay till hometowns and maybe Kelly and McKenna. That was my other thought. Yeah, I was not Sydney. That's for sure. I... Yeah. No, I thought we had to wait for her to have sex with him. <laughs> well, there was that, but also just find that to myself. I was like, well, she hasn't had sex with him yet, so but, he is. But even aside, even aside from the sex piece, they've just have been connect. Like you see a lot of Sydney and Peter together. He just had the one on one with her. He's like so was so into her. Like they like they. I mean, when they were making out and talking, he was like vibing her so hard, and then all of a sudden, he's just like no. I think he had the clarity of, like, I just want to have sex with her. Like, I think he actually had that clarity. Because, honestly, like, I don't know. This is just me getting personal with it. But I can't stand the way she talks. I can't stand her. Like, I can't stand her personality. And (laughs) I'm wondering if, like, maybe Peter wasn't actually into her and her personality that much either. He just wanted to get it on. Um... 
but yeah, I mean, but, but, you know, with the super tease, I was like, that's going to be a huge piece of drama. So like, she has to survive at least one more week. Like she has to, but I guess that, that, that was just manip- producer manipulation playing with our hearts, wit- making us think that beautiful drama was going to take place. I know, unless it still is. Honestly, I- nothing about this season would shock me. Like if all of a sudden she showed up again next week, even though I will say, so he, no, but I think in the super, I think in the super tease, McKenna is saying that they had sex. I think McKenna's the one saying it in the super tease. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm almost positive. Oh, I don't know then. Well, McKenna I, and I Sydney. Think, I think it's just manipulation of the footage. Uh, McKenna and Sydney get sent home, and poor McKenna. I mean, well, Kelsey gets the first rose. Yes, and then Natasha gets the second rose. And so at this point, I'm like what the fuck is going on oh I'm yeah <laughs> i had no idea what was going to happen and then and then to top it off kelly gets the third rose and then that's where i was just shooketh out of my mind he didn't even walk sydney or mckenna out he didn't even have sit down conversations with them after sending them home becca that floored me when he did not walk sydney out i was so thrown off i'm like we are many weeks into this you guys have had a one-on-one you guys have made out all over the place she gives you a quick hug and then walks up the stairs and you stay. I have never seen, ne- never have crazy. I witnessed. No, never. That was wild. And then, and then McKenna just hyping herself up like crazy at the end was like one of my most favorite parts of the entire episode when I'm like, I kind of want McKenna to be like in the inside of my brain. And she was just like, I wanted to leave with love, but I'm leaving falling more madly in love with who I am. <laughs> She's just like paddling above water as best she can. She's like, I'm not gonna I'm, go there. I'm keeping my spirits. I'm like, did you think you're gonna be the Bachelorette? <laughs> I think she probably did. I'm like, is that the narrative that you saw for yourself? Oh there, my god. There were a she's- lot of lines in this episode that I was like, oh, I feel like she's confident <laughs> that they're gonna clip those and use those in her Bachelorette reel, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's what she's talking about. Like, I deserve to be loved fiercely. Yeah, she was trying to make that. She was doing it so hard. (laughs) She was working it so hard. I wanted to leave with love, but I'm leaving more madly in love with who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Too good. Too good. Oh, boy. Um, So I literally I was like, is Goop hiring? Because I feel like this girl would just thrive. Like, she is a Goop queen. (laughs) Someone's personal assistant. And when that's what Peter was talking about when he said, I'm confident you're going to make someone very happy. He was talking about Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> and being her personal assistant. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, I think, like, I can definitely see McKenna, like, falling head over heels in, like, a Jordan-Jenna situation, hopefully, without all the... Uh, drama ensuing after she will she will thrive in paradise i firmly believe that so now we have madison and thrive um now we have madison kelly natasha victoria f kelsey and hannah ann left bro this is the point where i'm like wait are we really that far along and is this are these the only options we have and that's where i'm like i don't see that i don't see this panning out for peter sorry love i know you believe in this process but this process does not believe in you (laughs) It is a one-sided relationship. (laughs) (laughs) This is not going to work. Now, this is what I'm now uh, struggling with, is that 
typically one of these top women would be the next bachelorette, correct? And I am not pleased with any of our options, okay? Well, that's the way I foresee it being Madison. Or Ruthie. (laughs) I... Give her a shot. Give her a shot. She's only one, but you know what? We all need to find love young, you know? (laughs) Oh, bub. You're feeling better, huh? But I will say, I will say that um, I I got a DM from a broad, I hope you don't mind me calling your name out, cmully99, sent me this and said, had a realization that we need to start standing Tasha for Bachelorette because all these girls are whack. Oh my gosh. And all of a sudden it hit me. Tasha reigned supreme in paradise. Do you remember what hardcore Tasha stands we were in paradise? We were like whatever during Colton season. Tasha in paradise. She was honest. She was confident. She handled shit. Like I was obsessed. Tasha would be a phenomenal Bachelorette. I have heard mixed things post paradise. Really? About her. Really? Yeah, but you know, it's just hearsay and just personal people's opinions. But yeah, I actually haven't heard like all fantastic, flattering things. Oh, Lord. Well, I don't care. Yeah, not horrible, but. Honestly, like at this point, though, like I don't care if people don't like her. My thing is like, I feel like she'd be a good bachelorette. <laughs> I 100% agree with that. Also, oh, come here. I have booby for you. Um, also, I heard rumors. Apparently, someone said that they, someone in Bachelor World said that they heard from a very reliable source that they are actually considering Hannah for season two. I know. Hannah Brown is being talked about for season two. No. No. I don't care how I felt about her season or how I've ever felt about her. This has nothing to do with any of that. My personal feelings aside, please, no. Like, no, she already had her shot. No, I I don't like she's on this fun fun single train thing right now. Just let it be. I just also my thing is like, I don't like when people get recast because they come in different. Like now she's super famous. She has one dancing with the stars. It's going to have a different energy when she because the thing is, too, now they're going to bring in all these guys. I don't any of you know the thing is it's like hannah's probably going out on dates with celebrities now she's going out with models there's gonna be just like a different it's gonna be a different energy i just not and maybe she's just like not great with guys right now because like she's still in that process of discovering herself yeah maybe whatever it may be actually does i think she's in that mode right now i think she's like not dating and she's figuring shit out about navigating her new life in la and making friends and navigating those kind of relationships. And I think that that's what she's dealing with right now to which I say, live your life and do that. Don't go back on another season of the bachelorette. I know. I hope not. Give us someone new. We already, we already saw that. I know, but I also don't want any of these girls. Give it. I want Tasha. Now, now Tasha, now Tasha stuck in my head. I mean, then again, it's never really about the lead, right? It's about the contestants. Unless, unless they're going to do a Demi. I would love Demi, and if we're going to have our first uh, season with uh, men and women on the show, our first fluid bachelorette, can you imagine? There's no fucking way that's going to happen. It's never going to happen. You don't think sorry. so? God damn it. It's I never going to so happen. Bad. I'm sorry. It's I know. Too raunchy. 
because it's too raunchy because then there's too much sex happening in the house. That's the issue with it. That's why it's never going to happen. But honestly, let's be real. This season has been the wildest season when it comes to drama that they're at. I'm at a point where I'm kind of like, would they though? I don't know. No, because it's tame white Midwest PG drama. A lot of America probably would. It's not all these, it's not all these bi girls and guys hooking up with each other in the house. People are going to be like, is this oxygen? What network are we watching? This is not ABC. Is this oxygen? It's not going to happen. True. I don't know. um, I just say like, I mean, honestly, I, I, the only really viable one I see from this season is Madison being bachelorette. I agree. It's like at this point, whatever. I feel neutral about it. Like, yeah, she makes up fan accounts to comment on her photos with. And yeah, she enjoys using black and brown children to take photos with. Uh, But we also have we have Kelly and we have Natasha. We haven't seen a lot of Natasha. I don't know. I have to see. I have to see more and then we'll see. But what about Hannah Ann? I don't think they'll make her the Bachelorette. I, I honestly, at this point, I wouldn't hate it if she was the Bachelorette. Hannah Ann. I, I would rather have Hannah Ann be the Bachelorette than Hannah B. I'm. I know that people are gonna be shocked and awed by that, but uh, I, I just want. I think like, I'd rather have Hannah B. Hannah Ann. It's just a little, be a little too. I don't really have any issues with her anymore. I think if anything, she's kind of interesting because, like I said, she has no grip on who she is. And yeah, I mean, I think that I don't have any issues with her. I just feel like it might, I'm, it might be a little. I, like, I, I actually don't think that's going to happen either. Uh, I think it's going to be make Victoria F the Bachelorette. I'd watch that <laughs> for real. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh, canceled immediately. Um, well. We have some exciting stuff coming up next week. I'm very excited to find out why Hannah Ann is trying to make herself cry and um, what Peter is doubting himself all about and all that drama. So that'll be Tuesday. And I think there's only one episode of The Bachelor this week. Pray. (laughs) I don't think we can handle all this drama. Uh, we do have quite a crazy episode coming up next Thursday as well that you will want to be sure to tune into featuring one of our listeners, one of our lovely broads. And, uh, yeah, you will not want to miss that either. So next week should be pretty popping over here in the chatty broads headquarters. Yes, it is going to be a very powerful episode. We will give you a little more info on that next, uh, on Tuesday, but you definitely won't want to miss it. So, Well, we love you all, and uh, I love you, Remote Becca, and I'll see you next to me on the couch (laughs) next week. (laughs) Good. Okay. Chat soon. Chat soon, broads.